Welcome to One Nation Radio, hosted by Richard Ladd and James Boyd. If you would like to become a part of the nation, email us at RadioOneNation at gmail.com. You can contact us using Twitter at One Nation Radio, at DangerRich32, or at James Boyd ONR. We are also on iTunes as well. You can go to OneNationRadio.Podomatic.com and subscribe to the show with the iTunes button on the right-hand side. And after all that, go visit ForeverWrestling.Tumblr.com for instant streaming, much more. Now that you've heard how to reach us, let's get to the show. One Nation Radio! Welcome to the 13th episode of One Nation Radio. This is Richard Ladder, and I'm joined by my fellow tag team champion of wrestling radio, James Boyd. James, what's going on with you, man? Not much, man. He's ready to go. Alright, and uh, we have a new guest host. Um, guest host, introduce yourself to the people. Hey, what's going on, guys? Josh Smith. Uh, very honored to be on the show. Alright, we appreciate it. Um, Josh is our first guest host for the wrestling, as we say. Um, yeah, Josh, yeah, basically... I don't like you call it wrestling like what? that. <laughs> You're in Florida. It's wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's basically like a thing that was kind of associated with WCW. Um, but every new guest host we get on the show, we want to kind of get them familiarized with our listeners and all that. And Josh is one of our listeners. Uh, if you guys want to, you know, in the future, we want to hop on the show, just hit us up. Um, Josh, I just want you to go through, you know, some of your favorite wrestlers. Tell us how long you've been a fan, um, maybe a favorite match or two, and the uh, type of wrestling you're a fan of. Okay. Uh, yeah, some of my favorite wrestlers, I think, growing up, I was a big, big, big fan for Ultimate Warrior. Not sure who wasn't, you know. Uh, definitely, definitely a big fan of his. But, you know, when I got older, I'd have to say... Definitely, I was intrigued by, uh, say, Mick Foley, especially um, his, the stuff he did in Japan, like in the early 90s, like with the death matches and all that. That, that was always something that was crazy to me, right. you know, because back then I was still a mark. Yeah, so I was, okay. thinking, I, I was thinking this guy was really killing him. So, I mean, he t- technically he was, but I didn't <laughs> <Yeah>. understand. <laughs> Look, ain't no technically. They're all, they're all killing themselves. It's called wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but this guy was you know, getting thrown on C4 and stuff. And I was like, what is up with this guy? Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, I think some of my favorite wrestlers, I think of all time, definitely, you know what? I'm definitely a big CM Punk fan. I like I like some of the stiffer wrestlers. Like, uh, definitely, uh, oh, man, what's his name? You guys ever seen Mitsuhara Mizawa? I've heard of Japan? him. I've never seen, oh, I've never seen uh, him, though. Yo, he, he died in the ring, actually, uh, unfortunately. But, man, one I'll of the... I one of the yeah, he's one of the best best that ever, there ever was. I'm a big fan of like Samoa Joe. Right. You know all the guys that are just real like. Yeah, I put jams know. on the Samoa Joe a little like probably like a year ago maybe like just like showing the different stuff on YouTube like this big like this fatter guy just flying through the air and you know he definitely can wrestle but like you know it's it's hard to it's something that you like how are you gonna package that to everybody yeah. you know there's only certain oh. people that want to appreciate that you know oh oh yeah definitely I mean like Triple H. Even said one time, if that guy could get in shape, maybe they would bring him into WWE and put a title on him. But he was like, Vince probably would never do it. Yeah. <laughs> he's not really marketable, but he's got the talent, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I've been a fan ever since I was a little kid, honestly. Like, I can't remember a time when I haven't been. Mm-hmm. You know, 20, 24 years now. I think uh, some of my favorite matches, definitely, oh, man, definitely almost any, any like, serious street fight that Foley's been in. 
especially the the one with Randy Orton. Oh yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> oh my god, that we watched match. that. Uh, we watched uh, that like last month. Yeah. The, the I Quit match with uh, the I Quit match, obviously with Rock at at Royal Rumble. That's a serious match. Four, Fourteen year anniversary, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He made that man. He made that man tap out, or that man quit. And uh, I'm not sure what what some of my other favorite matches are. It's got so many to name, but I guess uh, one that pops up in my head just right now is probably uh, Stone Cold Stone Cold Bret Hart WrestleMania 13. That's oh yeah, that's a great match too. Oh, was that was that WrestleMania 13? Yep, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and yeah. the, the kind of kind of wrestling you say you like was more like in the like the street fights and you know the hardcore type stuff or. Right. Actually, you know what? No, the truth is, I like I like stuff that's really technical. Uh, you know, I, like some of the wrestlers I didn't mention that like I like guys like Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, mm-hmm. anything that was cru- the cruiserweight matches back in WCW, like fast paced stuff like that. Right. Uh, especially Japanese wrestling. Like I've I've never been able to follow it extensively because I, I don't speak Japanese. Yeah. But uh, and we ain't over but, there, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But everything from the early '90s, from all Japan, any any of the all Japan like <clears throat> like stuff that I could catch on tape, is that stuff is like gold. It's it's way 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 better than what we see in America, like right. significantly. All right, um, but you know we're gonna go ahead and get the show started now. We know about Josh. Um, the Royal Rumble's coming up Sunday, twenty um, sixth annual. Um, you know, a couple, two big main events. Um, we got the Royal Rumble itself, and we got CM Punk versus The Rock. We're going to start with CM Punk versus The Rock because it's the biggest match since once in a lifetime. Um, Josh, what, what do you, what's your thoughts, the initial thoughts on when you heard that, you know, it was finally going to be official? Like Punk versus Rock. Uh, what were, what were my initial thoughts when I heard it was going to be official? Yeah. Oh, uh, that they're gonna take the title off Punk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's what what uh, we're all kind of figuring. You know, I mean, it's been you know 432 days. Um, yeah. Do you want to see his streak end? No, not at all. I think that I think it should keep going. To be honest, right? What I think that you? that's the biggest selling point on his uh, on his heel run right now, and I think it's it's awesome. It's definitely like a Ric Flair-esque kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. That this guy should not be champion anymore. <laughs> like, at all. But he is. And it's awesome. Um, James, how about you? Did you, like, um, did, do you want to see Punk's reign come to an end? I don't necessarily want to see it in, however, I don't want to see, I don't, you know, but I understand where it's going as far as what they're trying to build, you know, for the company's sake. Like as far as it it is it, it kind of sucks that this guy is this person's held this belt for you know um for over a year and he's been going to WrestleMania and he's not going to have the belt and he has to figure out we just still don't know what's going to happen with him but at the same time it's just like the money the money event that it, that is the rock as far as the drawing to WrestleMania and how much money he drew last year by being in this match with Cena and the only thing that made people want to come back and spend that kind of money again would be them for the belt for yeah. higher stakes and you kind of understand it um now as far yeah. as as far as what as far as you know me when i realized it was happening i realized it was going to happen the second we found out that he wasn't going to be able to wrestle tlc that's not like, okay right like because they're not going to put the belt on right back and have him fight rock that's not going to happen um placeholder yeah <laughs> um 
but I will say this: the 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 absolute rampage that that CM Punk has been in, um, as far as his uh, promos since probably like the week or two before TLC. Like he's on an epic run. Like he's on an all-time great run of his promos. It's killer promos over and over. Uh, and over. It's like he's rolling out to SmackDown and just you know just yeah. laying, laying killer. Like that man, like for me, he's in the pantheon now. I already thought he was like one of the best. Like now he's on like the Mount Rushmore of like promo guys for me. Yeah, you know, his his promo that he did in Tampa exactly. was so hardcore that like superstar Billy Graham was like ranting. Yes, like, he was a, a mark out there. He marked. Yeah, yeah, Jericho, Jericho called him out. Yep. <laughs> uh, shouts out to superstar yeah, like, Billy Graham. I, I hope Jericho he's okay. Like, uh, what did Jericho say to him? He said something to the effect of, he's like, dude, why Calm are you down such a being mark? A mark? Yeah. He's like, just hold on. You know, stop being a mark, basically. Uh, but I feel like, you know, CM Punk just, you know, I don't want to see the rain end because i become such a huge Punk fan. Like, just, like, I... I was like, when I first, like, you know, the whole thing with Punk, it was like, how come I didn't see this earlier? Like, as soon as it hit, it hit. But um, I don't want to see it end, but I, like James said, I recognize it kind of has to. But yeah. um, he's going to be in a good position no matter what between this next year and a half. Like, he he may become, like, you know, one of those guys that goes above the belt eventually. Yeah, but you know what I think? The the I don't disagree with taking the belt off him but I think it's stupid to put it on Rock except well not stupid because I agree with uh, what James was saying about having you know having the the money draw for Mania Mm -hmm. but I don't think necessarily that match needs the belt as much as say a new guy like maybe say a Ryback needs the belt to solidify himself you know right but that's what they got. The, that's what they got the world heavyweight title for. Like, <laughs> you know, they give them that belt. Whoever ends that streak, though, that would be that's such a bigger deal mm-hmm. than just being champion because they're the guy that ended Punk streak. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um. Next question: Will this top John Cena versus The Rock? Like, I don't mean you know, like as far as the gate. But, you know, taking everything into, you know, I felt like they had a, they, they, well, they did have a lot shorter time to build it. And, like, as far as the, how, how the promo's been and will the match be better and will it be more memorable, then what do you think, Josh? Uh, you know, actually, I think I think the promo level's probably been better, but on, on one level, because I think both guys are better in the mic, but it hasn't been as, even though technically it's personal, it doesn't feel as real as what Cena and Rock were throwing at each other. I kind of right. think those guys actually have real beef. Uh, they were they were digging each other a little bit. Like, you know, those yeah. guys must have massive egos. Like, between... But, but, but oh. I don't think the match is... I don't think the match is going to be... Uh, or I, I think the match will be a lot better than the one they had at Mania mm-hmm. between uh, Rock and Cena because that match really wasn't that good. No. I mean... I didn't think. It, I, I felt like it was like a moment in time, kind of. And, um... What we could see out of them, they maximize their potential. Because I know I love the match. Like I've watched watched it a couple you times. Yes, it's like as far <laughs> as you know, it's it's not a technical marvel. But I'm right. saying we never really looked to the Rock or Cena for that. So they yeah. did, you know, they did what they did as far as you know, the near falls and you know the drama, the mocking, and you well, know, it was like it was a fever pitch. 
you're not going to be able to put two 250-plus pound guys in a ring together and get a better match than that, typically. It's just, like, I, that's, did, you, did you guys hear that, that Rock pulled his... Uh, Yes, that, and that makes it more impressive. Cool like he, he, uh, all right, when Cena dropped that leg, that leg drop from the top rope mm-hmm. on him, Rock pulled his hamstring or like tore his hamstring, wow. and he finished the rest of the match like with that. So that's like even yeah. more impressive. Like because you you wouldn't have even noticed. Like I didn't know that at all. <laughs> um, but what do you think, James? Like will it will it uh, top it? I don't know. Um, it. As far as expectations go, um, probably not because it was such a short bill. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll see. Like, if I mean, if like if you were, if you were, there's no doubt in my mind that if you throw CM Punk and The Rock a full gear to work on something and build towards it, it will be bigger. It could be bigger as far as the amount, how creative it is compared mm-hmm. to what happened last year. But I mean, considering that they only had literally from the time TLC happened, where he cut that promo, or CM Punk cut that promo at at um at TLC, he shows up wearing the you know the, the needs to face shirt. Needs to faces, yeah. Yeah, like they've they've that's that's been it. Like they, I mean, they've had a rock show up on SmackDown for this. Come on now, yeah. Like, like they had to do in. something. Like they were just like you know trying to squeeze it all in. Like when you like when we see like when we see Roman when they cut to the promo for the for that being the last match, like. That's gonna be so epic looking. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be. It's gonna. It's probably gonna look better than that WrestleMania when they have for Rock and Cena. Mm-hmm. But, but you know what? Here, there's one big difference between uh, a John Cena and a CM Punk, and it's simply the fact that CM Punk, as a wrestler, can lead a match, mm-hmm. whereas Cena doesn't have that ability. And in that match with Rock, he he had to lead the match, and he's not good at that. It's not saying he's not a great wrestler because he's talented. Mm-hmm. But he can't lead Because he match. typically lead. Correct. Yeah. And uh, I think CM Punk is a master at that. Obviously, you can look at his two his two big matches with uh, John Cena and see, you know, the evidence of what can happen when he leads another wrestler who's used to following. Right. And I think that that's what's going to happen with The Rock. I think that it's going to be... Because CM Punk is going to push... I think both guys are going to push for this match to be you know, five-star caliber, and I think it is going to be, from an in-ring product standpoint, I think it's going to be stellar. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do, too. Like, you look at the car for that for that pay-per-view, and you look at the... I mean, I even know the WrestleMania is an hour, t- drains about an hour out of it. Right. You look at the rest of that card, like, it's it's Team Hill, no match, the whatever oh, Divas match you're going to throw out there, and... Um, yeah, Miz, Cesaro on the pre-show, which yeah. should yeah, be on the, the pre-show. Which should be on the real like, just on the, just on the show, period, like... There's not much on there, so it looks like they're going to go like a half hour. Yeah, it's, it's going to be yeah. on, you know. Um, in my opinion, it has a chance to, but the fact of it being WrestleMania, it um, Cena versus Rock is untoppable in that sense. Yeah. Um, it's the reason why, you know, we say, you know, money in the bank, you know, was good, but imagine had that been at WrestleMania. Like, it yeah. takes it to a whole nother level. Well, that's almost like a thing where I don't know if you can even do that at WrestleMania, the whole idea of what they did. Yeah, the hometown thing. Like, and... like you throw in the hometown thing of, one, the fact that, for one, you thought, they're not going to open up Soldier Field and, and wrestle in Soldier Field in the middle of March. <laughs> it's freezing cold out and still. Yeah. Um, you know, they out there going yeah. out there in jumpsuits. Jump yeah, wrestling in jumpsuits. Then, um, 
another that's another reason that I'm kind of worried about Russell, how this works out with WrestleMania 2029 20, as far as like how cold is it going to be up mm-hmm. there in Jersey. Yeah, um, it's going to be cold. Like I don't think they thought this one through very well. Oh, I think they have. I think they just don't care. Um, they yeah, wanted, like they, wanted, they wanted the biggest market they possibly could find. And they said we'll go for it. Like I'm fully expecting like they're going to Dallas. Yep, <laughs> Dallas thing would be Cowboys saying WrestleMania 30. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, for WrestleMania 30. That's why they decided to go ahead and do New York for 29. Yeah. Like, because where yeah. else can you go now? Because even well, though they, they always want to go down the Garden, really for 30. Well, they, the they, only they're, thing is they're not doing they're not doing stadiums basketball stadiums anymore. Yeah, they're not doing non stadiums. Yeah, but for tradition at least. I feel like they should have still done it for every 10, like they have been doing. Yeah, but um, yeah. it's just like it doesn't fit now. It is not the money. It, the money making like if you like okay, how do I say this? At, how they say when you give a dog like what's the situation? Like you give a dog steak to eat and they'll never want to eat kibble anymore. Like you yeah. don't like you never. It's not going to happen. Like the the gate they can have for the anniversary, just an arbitrary number of having a round number of five or zero behind it. They're they're going to break no. in as much money as they possibly can. Um, quick. This is this wasn't written in the show sheet. Do we expect a clean finish? Oh, a clean finish. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, the the Rock's going to win clean. What about you, James? I want to say, yeah, but I feel like, for some reason, like, it's been bugging me, like, Brock is something just somewhere lurking, he's due for WrestleMania. Right. So it's like, I don't know, like, would they, I, don't, I think Rock and Brock would be stupid, but. Same here. At this point, because there's no there's no lead into it other than like okay they wrestled before like years yeah, ago and they wrestle like, again <laughs> like Brock ain't like Brock ain't here for that like yeah. you guys ain't daring this for, for for big stakes yeah. but um I'm gonna say, I'm just gonna go ahead and say no the probability is that no, it's gonna be clean the finish will be a, a pure finish yeah a pure finish as the ticker says you know if this finish ain't pure you know we gonna have to come see about it you know um I. Somebody's gonna interfere. It's not the shield, but somebody will interfere. Mr. Brad Maddox, I think, will be making an appearance. You mean as a ref? You mean he'll be doing like I don't know what he'll be as. He might be on commentary. He might just show up, you know, with his camera. He may come dressed to fight. He could be a ref. I bet you, Rocky Brad Maddox Johnson. will be will have will have a um you know a role in this thing, and it'll roll over to Elimination Chamber, where I think Rock will claim the title. What were you saying, uh, Josh? Rocky Johnson is going to interfere. Rocky Johnson? <laughs> Rocky Johnson alive? Yes. I mean, look. You know, I, I, see... I wasn't sure if he was alive either, so I had to, like, second guess whether I was going to say that or not. <laughs> like, like, I had to, like, look. You're like, wow, it must be one Undertaker's yeah. Druids. Like, <laughs> no, but, you know, I am like... Hey, you know they had that um that numbers thing on there, right? You know they said only two people have won for the number one spot, and they only showed Shawn Michaels, right? You know who the other person is, right? Benoit. Oh, it's yeah. Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> they don't play about that Benoit. Yeah, like, we, we, we will not have anything to do with Benoit. Did they even sell WrestleMania 20 DVDs? I have one. That's the reason I bought it. Just to have it, you know. But um, Yo, you know, you know they, they uh, did the encyclopedia this year, and they included a whole, not even just a, a section, but an entire page dedicated to Benoit. Really? Yeah, it's weird. Like, people in the company don't know why they did it, 
But yeah, they got it's it's like a whole entire section just dedicated to Benoit and the WWE Encyclopedia this year. Well, does everybody does everybody that's like important in majors or to like their to the company have a have their own page? Everyone's in it, like you know, like it's kind of like a real encyclopedia. But you know how like sometimes you flip open and it's just a double page devoted to one person. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's one of those guys. It's weird. Well, maybe it's a thing where, like, uh, look, it's an encyclopedia, so we have to, like, we can't just, you know, we can't KGB this part, but we will not mention that he's in the book. Yeah, like, like y'all going to have to find this yourselves. Yeah, like, you have to, like, yeah, it, it's in there. Go find it. It's Waldo. Yeah. Uh, one more thing um, before we wrap up this segment. What do you guys think of the Shield being banned? Um, and, you know, the, I feel like the Shield's, like, impact has, has been, like, Immense, massive. Yeah. These guys have been have showed up and, and just whooped, drug everybody, damn near. They were victorious at TLC. They're probably the best thing to come to the company since you know the CM Punk storyline that brought him to prominence. Like, yeah, like uh, them being banned like that. That throws you know that whole you know all right, Shields is gonna come out there and he's either working for the Rock or CM Punk. The thing that bothers me. About it is this fact of like, um, I love everything they're doing. The only thing I'm mad about is the fact that they don't have a match or a rumble. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. do you that, see them entering? Could, could they enter the rumble? Something. Like, because I always thought the way it was set up, like the way it was looking, like they were gonna have another like a like a um, like a six man elimination tag match. It's gonna be like them versus Seamus Orton and somebody Seamus Orton and who's the third person they were beating on um Miz like something mm-hmm. like that Miz somebody they beat on like whoever the person else but for whatever reason I guess they, they figured a car so loaded I guess Rock and that's I, gotta that, be something that, they're saying for that's what, that's what really makes me believe that like Rock and CM Punk going for the gusto yeah they, they may go out there you know and, and just, just tear the house down but, but you know what? I think Shield will probably, if they don't interfere in that match in some capacity, they're gonna have some sort of major role in the actual Royal Rumble. Yeah. And I, I could literally see them, all three of them, being in the final four. Like I could see them like jobbing Cena or something like that. Like or some, like somebody or not job. Like they're doing jobs somebody. Like watch like they job Sheamus or Orton yeah. and like and throw like, them out the ring. Watch it comes down to, like Orton and Cena. Oh, it's gonna be Ryback. Hmm. They're gonna this Ryback's gonna be dominant, and they're they're gonna come out of nowhere and just like take them out again. They're gonna like do the triple power bomb. <laughs> <out of there. laughs> Ryback is the third person I was forgetting. All oh, right, the person they they had even more yeah. than anybody. Yeah, yeah. been like, but um, anytime they want to perform a triple power bomb on Ryback is fine with me. Um, I, I'm not you know the biggest Ryback you know guy or whatever, but um, that's gonna wrap up our first segment. Um, We'll be back. One Nation Radio. One Nation Radio. Welcome back to One Nation Radio. Um, we're going to get into our second segment now, exclusively talking about the Royal Rumble. Um, as we crank to this TI, you know. Hey. Um, <laughs> you know, if you ain't got that trouble, man, go get it. Um, Royal Rumble. Um, one of my favorite events as a kid. I, I specifically um, remember the 97 Royal Rumble in particular when um, Bret Hart threw Stone Cold out and he hid under the rope 
and then you know one like a like a dirty scoundrel he just you know cheated and, and you know and Bret Hart it, it starts the whole thing of him being screwed like in retrospect that was the greatest thing that ever happened like <laughs> but um we're gonna go into the to the Royal Rumble the guys that have been confirmed there are 20 spots we're gonna go through basically I'm gonna name each guy you guys give me a yes or no a la Daniel Bryan whether or not they're gonna win or whether they have a shot at winning okay um I'll just start right from the top. John Cena. Yes. 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 Is it yes? All right. Randy Orton. No. 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 Sheamus. Yes. Yeah. No. He won the last year. Yeah, but he could still maybe. Probably not. You know, they're they're rumored uh, the Sheamus-Randy Orton thing, so... Keep that in yeah. mind. I feel like they're gonna wrestle each other, but it won't be. It'll be like Later Randy Orton will turn heel. It'll turn heel. Like I don't think they're. I don't think they're gonna put the belt on. Um, put a belt on on Orton until like maybe a year. Like a, maybe like six months from now. Next, it, it, he's still in the doghouse. Next guy, Dolph Ziggler. Yes. No. No, because I think he'll be champion when he cashes it in, so he won't need to. Yeah, he's Slater. Hell, no. Like, yes, like, right? <laughs> the three-man band, you know? Uh, next next guy, Jinder Mahal. Same thing. No. Of course not. <laughs> Drew McIntyre. Uh, no. Read above previous statements. <laughs> Antonio Cesaro. No. No. No, but no. if this was a meritocracy, he should be... He's been amazing since they since Look, he up. deserves to get to, like, the Final Four or something like that. Yeah, yeah he should so. definitely be one of those last guys. He's going to be one of those Rick Martel figures. He's going to come in early and, and, and be that Iron Man who's in the top six for sure. Could be. Could be. Because he's also going to be wrestling the pre-show, so he'll be fresh by the time he comes yeah, out. That, yeah, that pre-show match is going to be over in, like, four minutes. <laughs> uh, Wade Barrett. No. I'm bored nah. to death of Barrett always, but... What about you, James? No. No. Miz? No. 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 Ryback? Yes. No. Does he have a, does he have a chance? Yeah. Is he going to? Probably not. I'm knowing about whether or not I can actually envision him, him being in WrestleMania for a belt. The answer is no. Now, I feel like he's going to be in WrestleMania, but he's going to be in that whatever match they come up with to have 10 people out there that they always do. Hmm. <laughs> No, I feel like they're going to set him up with, with a... I feel like they deserve to... Like, after the year he's had, I feel like they will give him some sort of They'll match. They'll give him either somebody. Big Show or The Shield. Yeah, that those kinds of matches make more sense than, uh, like, the random cluster match, you know? Yeah. Titus O'Neil. No. Who's that? Titus O'Neil. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Millions of no's. Millions of no's. Darren Young, hell no. No. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> you said that the other night too. I'm That's like, I said. I'm like, Darren Young is so corny. Like, like let, let's just uh, you know, big up Titus O'Neil for carrying that, that tag team on his back. Yeah, he is. He's doing the best he can with what he got, and they ain't gave him much. Um, Kane. Um, he. He's going to throw a bunch of people out, but he won't win. Ultimately, the story of his Royal Rumble career. Yes. Same there. Who's that? Kane? Kane? Yes. Oh, yeah. Nah, he's still... Daniel Bryan. I'll say yes. He has a shot. No. 
again, if it was a meritocracy, he would have a shot. But the way they've been out having this man get buried and kick all these pins, meanwhile he's getting pops like he's a like like he's a big drawer. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's a no, but he should. He's he. I feel like they've underutilized him. I'll tell you what else, too. He's gonna get eliminated quick. He won't be in the match very long. I bet. Hmm. The great Kali. Hell yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> no. On, how how could he not? He's like he's the biggest guy in the match. Look. We would probably have to worry about Kali eliminating himself before. And <laughs> since we were just since, since we were just talking about Kane and Dan Bryan, I'm gonna say hell no. <laughs> All right, uh, this guy uh, he he, in my opinion, he doesn't have a, a shot in hell at winning it, but he's definitely gonna give us a highlight because he did it last year. Kobe Kingston. Agreed. It, it's yeah. A, poor Kofi. He'll be in that. He'll be in that ten match, that ten man WrestleMania match, though. Yeah, 20, that makes sense. Twentieth year. Yeah. Um, Except for this, you guys heard of Interno- Inter- Intercontinental Cup, right? Duh, yeah, they're doing something like uh, main event. They're doing like it's gonna be like six guys. It's gonna be a tournament, uh, and they're yeah. basically gonna end up. One of them is gonna end up fighting Barrett or something. Yeah, like what that. elimination chamber? Probably. No, the way actually, it's lining no. Up, I don't the way know. It's six they'll, they'll, they'll probably lead into Mania. Yeah, it could. Probably. Um, either of the Road Scholars? No. No. No, you ignore nah. <laughs> You're welcome. But but Sandow is another guy who I think they're gonna they're gonna make him look pretty good in the Rumble, and he'll last for a while. He'll probably team up with all the other heels and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I don't I don't know if you guys knew about this, but I didn't. Uh, apparently, they're throwing together an eight man NXT tournament. And the winner will get a spot in the Royal Rumble. Does that, you know, mythical wrestler, you know, hopefully Cassie is on uh, does does he have a chance at winning the Royal Rumble? Well, no, nobody nobody from NXT does. Well, is um is is Tyson still doing NXT stuff? He's out. Remember? Knee That's right. Knee. Um Damn. do we see big another uh, I I'm sure you know Biggie that. Langston. Do we see Langston in the Royal Rumble by any chance? To have a big stare down with Ryback. I think he'll probably be in the. Uh, he'll probably be in the Rumble for sure. All right. I can see that because he because I feel like if they're going to throw Ziggler out, they need to throw him out there to be like a protect him. All right. Like so, mm-hmm. like he he can help him last in there longer, and then eventually somehow somebody will catch him. They'll catch they'll one of them get thrown out, and the next one gets followed thrown out, looking incredulous on this like I got thrown out. I can't believe you got thrown out, and his ass gets thrown out too. Yeah. And they out there taking the asses back to the um. To locker, locker room. room. Alrighty. Um, so we have possible winners. Who Who's your Rumble winner, James? John Cena. John Cena. Says that, says that like it hurt. <laughs> um, how about you, Josh? CM Punk. CM Punk. You want to go ahead and explain um, <laughs> why, why you well, think CM Punk will win the Rumble? From every single... Uh, Every single report I've seen so far, from what it seems, it looks like they're going to go ahead and do the Royal Rumble as the main event. And prior, uh, about for the last few months, they've been saying that CM Punk rocks to the main event. And in my mind, the only way I think that they can justify having that go on after is if CM Punk loses the belt. And I think he's going to come in as number 30 and win the whole shebang 
and everyone's going to be like, you know, he's, he's going to be that last 30. I'll give it to you. I've never heard that idea before. Now, here, now, here's my thing. Now, how does he get that 30th spot unless, like, do, if they use Brad Maddox saying that he works for the company as, like, an official and he's able, like, to get a slot for him, then that would make that would make a lot of sense because, like, you know, recently, um... Well, they're saying this you, thing like anybody can answer. Yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna like explain it. It's WWE. It's just gonna happen. <laughs> like, oh, there's CM Punk coming out. <laughs> What's he doing here? Rock, oh, man. he won. Like, remember I'm, that time? Remember that time when Jericho ended up in the elimination chamber after he lost his title that night and then won the yes, other title? Yeah, I know no what you're sense. talking about. Yep. What year was this? It was 2008. I want to say. So it was like the first uh, year Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, or was it like just a one in a random... I, I think it was a, a, just a six-pack challenge, actually. I don't think it was Elimination Chamber. Oh, that's right. You know, you're right. It was that championship scramble night. He lost okay. his title in one, and then All won right. the other one. The same night um, that he lost... Didn't he lose to uh, Shawn Michaels or something like that? All right. You remember when Shawn Michaels beat the hell out of him? And remember that, that match? Fight? That street fight match. Okay. That same night, Jericho ended up winning the belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, you beat to a bloody pulp, and you can you're like you may never be the same again. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to beat all hold up all these people and beat them and win the title. How does that work? And that's you know what? That's Jericho before he had the shiny jacket. So. Yeah, that was just like you know he will just Jericho. You that's know. back when Jericho was like not even like on that like quote unquote level. Like, I mean, it was, like, you know how they, like, they all always, like, the book Jericho, like, he was always, like, a, like, he wasn't actually as good as, like, for example, the way he beat, he won, he became undefeated champion. Yeah. He didn't, like, beat them, both of them do straight up, like, yeah. they, he won on circumstances that caused yeah. him to just win, and he lucked into it, and he's like, oh, yeah. there you go. Um, I wanted the Royal Rumble. Uh, it's kind of, uh, it's, it's looking like everything's pointing towards John Cena. I can't even I can't even go away from that. Um like if not John Cena and not Sam Punk then who? You know what I'm saying? Like you want like we're gonna second year in a row we're gonna have somebody win the Royal Rumble and then go to fight in the opening match of WrestleMania and I'll say Daniel Bryan if not any of them. Uh, maybe they they give him oh some, some come up and some Daniel last Bryan year. Daniel Bryan Ziggler would be amazing in WrestleMania. Yes it would. That's that's what <laughs> with my uh you know I I would love that. Um who are the some of the people we expect to see returning? Like who who would who would make you mark out if they showed up? No Chris Benoit jokes. Well shit. <laughs> I'll tell you I'll tell you this right now. If only person the only person that can make you mark out is like Undertaker shows up, yeah, I'm 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 not doing Taker, Taker, I think Taker for sure is gonna be in it because uh Number? I heard reports that and maybe you know, well, why do you always got to be number 30? Like, because he, it builds, he, can't just, he can't just be number 10. Because it builds like up the anticipation of him being out there. You know, you just come out there, you're like, especially if he, he, it's not even announced, he just shows up, and you're like, wow. Yeah. It, it turns, it turns to, it takes off to a whole other level. Yeah. You know who I'd mark out the, the biggest for? And it's not because I'm a fan of them, but just because I would be more shocked than anybody else. China was in the Royal Rumble. Wow, China. Uh, I don't think <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't think she's ever doing any business with WWE again. Nick yeah. Foley might be in it since he's uh, about to get inducted into the oh Hall of Fame. Right? I I'd like to see Booker T roll out there again. You know, I, yeah. I'm I'm a huh. huge Booker T fan. Um, I'm, a, I'm a huge Booker T fan, so yeah, for sure. 
I'm a fan of him on commentary. <laughs> At this point in his career, I like him on commentary. No, his commentary was terrible, man. That's no, 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 not for so not, not, not for the sake of not for the sake of uh, uh, unintentional comedy. For the sake of unintentional comedy, he's the greatest announcer ever. Oh my goodness, dog! <laughs> he's just he's just rat tagging that boy. He's rat tagging on that boy. He's whooping on that boy. If we left a skid mark all over that boy. <laughs> like you, you, you need a, like a Booker T soundboard, basically. Yes. Um, Shuck it, ducky, quack, quack. 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 Yep. Anytime the dude is right there. Um. Also, uh, well, he, you know, if Shawn Michaels just rolled out of bed and decided I'm back, you know. Well, yeah, if that's the case, then why not Flair, too? Yeah, Flair could be in a rumble. You know the thing about... Here's the thing, though. We were talking about this off-air about... about I, I better not ever see Jerry Law wrestle again um, in a match. Like, I understand that they had Flair come out there for Raw 1... Or, I'm sorry, for the um, the last... The Slammy 20. edition of Raw. Yeah. And um and he got you know he got into it with Shield and everything. But that wasn't an official match. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, if, like, I ever, if I ever see him come out there, I better see Strong Michael's like sweet shit music in that man. And I better see him take right behind him and say, What you doing, Avenging? You being in your retirement. I, I retire you, you retire him. Y'all both better not show up nowhere. You know what? You know what? I, I rethink what I said earlier. There's one person that if he really did show up in the match, I would mark out harder than for anybody else. And it's not going to happen, but if Edge was in the Royal Rumble, mm. surprise entry. Well, why not yeah, Austin then? They both right. got stenosis. Yeah. Yeah, if Austin showed up in it, that would that'd be crazy. Wow. I think I think they would. I think if they were ever going to have like, that, a, they're going to say that. They would say that for next year. Say that for next year, and have him come out there and win, and then yeah, you know, fight CM Punk. No, come out there, Rock Austin for the <laughs> third, for the fourth time in WrestleMania. <laughs> Rock versus Austin. Rock the, Austin. The final chapter. Yes. Yo, I yo, was always better than you. You guys are laughing. That happened in my WWE universe, so come on. Wow, wow, WWE thirteen. Yeah, I lose my damn mind. Look, <laughs> you know how many people? You know how many people that tell them that you know? I'm look, I'm a 25 year old man, and they out here telling me you know, and I, I have I have to deal with my friends and have to admit that I watch wrestling still. Like, if that match happens. All my friends that tell me this is this is. I'm like, oh, now you want to get back down? Yeah, like, I, I guarantee they'll be with me whenever WrestleMania 30 pops off. Like, I guarantee you that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. Basically, we're we're we run into a dead end with a feud. John Cena and Dolph Ziggler. It's still going on. There hasn't been an official resolution. What happens with that? How do since Ziggler's coming in number one, his message is that he's there to eliminate Cena. What, like, what's going to happen with this? I think that he'll last on there. Biggie Langston will be in the Royal Rumble. He'll last on there. Those two will, you know, basically buy their time till whenever Cena comes out. Um, some, we've seen, some, seen some, some type before. of fortuitous way, Cena eliminates both of them, and that's the end of the, and that's the, end of the robber right yeah, there. Go to hell. Because Ziggler is going to go off to um, take, probably, he'll probably cash in. Mm-hmm. After that, yeah. after that last man standing match, which we'll get to later. Yeah, so I don't. Yes, yeah, so I don't want to step on that too much. So I feel like that'll be that'll be the end of it from there, and then they'll go on their separate ways, which they should, as far as you know, WrestleMania is concerned. Yeah, 
I don't, even, I don't even see them being in the same elimination chamber match. <laughs> like that's how that's how far going it'll be. Like nah, yeah. just completely don't disassociate. Yeah, y'all don't um, know each other. You know, if if it, if it was, a, and obviously this will not happen, but if this was like bizarre world, the way if I could book it, this is what I would have happen. I would have Dolph, like you said, cash in, and then I'd have him win the rumble, and I'd have a champion versus champion WrestleMania. Mm. Obviously, that doesn't work logistically, but I'm tired of having two world champions. I mean, it's stupid. <laughs> but the only thing I like about it is, like, you know, WWE's not going to get rid of their belt. I always want to see the big gold belt around. Well, yeah. It's always been the more attractive-looking title, and it's just, it just looks like, you know, I just I just love how it looks. My, my thing is the fact of... The biggest guys in the company, whether it's CM Punk, whether it's um, or whether it's John Cena, those guys aren't going to show up on or on that tape Tuesday for SmackDown for Friday. So they're not they're not going to be out here like do, like there's the way their travel schedules are. Like there's no way they're like Vince is going to try to you know tell them yeah you know what I need you to double your dates, yeah. like just double your dates. Why? Just, just, be, just for the sake of also having only one belt, like it's never going to happen like that. Yeah. Even, yeah, even though they got rid of the brands, like you guys, you remember back in the day, Hogan used to sell out the stadium, and on the other side of the country, Honky Tonk Man sold out the stadium, holding the Intercontinental Title belt. Yeah. Every yeah. night, he yeah. had the longest Intercontinental Title reign because people wanted to see him get beat. <laughs> yeah. Like my my whole thing is like at this point now. The way it is, the like is long the, the the big gold belt is is the new is the new intercontinental belt, and then you know it slides down from there. Like the, yeah. the intercontinental belt is the three belt, and then um, the US belt is like there. the fourth belt. Like that's just anybody can have that. Yeah. Like it's kind of weird to see how good Cesaro is, and he has a belt. It's like he's better than y'all thought he was, isn't he? Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> like man, we thought Cesaro was like the wackest thing walking. Then all of a sudden, I was like, this man matches are good. Like this man, and all of a like, sudden, he started cutting puts, good promos. This man consistently puts on like consistently as far as in ring performance. Like he is already elite. Like I can't think of five better wrestlers than him on that. On this since he's like one on this run. Like, what day you going like, to jail now? I'll break yeah, up from like, hell. It, 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 it's him, CM Punk, Ziggler, and I can't think of anybody else is even Ryan. touching those three. Well, I mean, he's been in a tag yeah. match, so it's kind of hard to you know differentiate. Like, right. but I mean, well, individual Rio now. We're gonna have to throw him in there. Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk, get we'll to that later. later. But yeah, like Del Rio is on some. Yeah. Well, you know what? Which is on? I can almost guarantee you right now. This is just fun calling. He's gonna be Mr. Money in the Bank next year. Oh yeah, yeah. like he should be. Yeah. Like uh, he, I can't think of anybody. Like like he's he's just leapfrog Cody Rhodes, like, like in Sandow, like where they found him. Like that, that's like the find of the year for them. Like him, them, him and Ryback. Like those are the two biggest finds they found. Like for the for the internets, like that's Cesaro's that guy. And then for like you know for just anybody get kids and everything, Ryback was another find. Like they they did a good job. Like they've done a very good job with talent, with new talent lately. Yeah, uh, Ryback, Shields, Cesaro, like. Fresh talent, just like. And wait till just wait till Fandango comes out. Oh, you dumb! <laughs> <laughs> no, wait till Cassie's Zono comes out. Then y'all see what it really is. But uh, Yo, Josh, you had anything else to add? Zono, though. Yo, there's only one reason why Cassie Zono's not on TV right now. His body. Yeah, bro. He's so overweight. I can't believe it. Really. He gained the yeah. weight back because I know I, last time I saw him like on NXT, he was just like you know there, but he needs to like get cut. Yeah, but I saw him live 
like last month. Mm-hmm. And he he wears that jacket, that like zip up jacket for yeah. a reason because he's hiding some rolls under there for real. Damn, like. damn. I, I guess that's the reason why we won't see him, you know, in the land of the giants in CM Punk. Um, but that's gonna wrap up our second segment. We'll be back with the Alberto Del Rio Hour. All right, <laughs> <laughs> this is One Nation Radio. <laughs> One Nation Radio. <laughs> It's, it's just something about that music, man. <laughs> it's just something about the NWO's music. It's just, it's just so perfect. Yeah, you know, makes you feel nostalgic. You know, I, I just, I just, you know, I'm just visualizing spray paint. In the words of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, "The days of yore." Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just visualizing, you know, a, a, a 30 on one beatdown, you know, <laughs> and, and some spray paint with the letters NWO going on somebody's on back. back. Yep. Yes. But um. Uh, this last segment has been exclusively reserved for Alberto Del Rio, who has been as great as a face that we've seen come along in a long time, and it came out of nowhere. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You killed Santa Claus, though. That's when you still a heel. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. That was, that like, was safe. You look, at, you look at how that match went, and... And you can you can honestly make a, the case that that man was a face at that point in time too. Like he, like you go into the, the TLC pay per view and then you go into that. Like he was never he was always upset that he hit Santa. So was so was Rodrigo. And then he was out trying to defend himself the whole entire time. Rodrigo goes out there and gets stole by Mick Fo- Mick Foley claws. Yeah. And then he catches the um the, the claw from Mick Foley claws uh, Del Rio. But meanwhile, you had all those gags happening where you know. He, you He's know, throwing the bear, he throws at the bear at that man like Rodrigo's out there giving that man them them garbage them garbage props. So yeah. yeah, like he was still he was like a people just still had to boo him, but he was still playing a fit like a like a no 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 I'm yeah. not bad now. Well, y'all yeah. ain't want to hear me. Yeah, like um, also Saint Nicholas is a saint. Yeah, yo, I, sorry to cut you off, but I just I'm reading something online right now. I don't know if this is true, but two names just got confirmed online, usually from a previous. From PW Insider, which usually is pretty accurate. Carlito mm-hmm. and Shelton both are going to be in the Royal Rumble. Carlito's wow. alive. Carlito, wow. He's going to bring apples out there. Are they going? Are they going to bring him out there with Epico and Primo? You think he still got big ass hair? I don't know. Yeah, he I might have lost know, it. But that's what they're saying. Wow, Carlito. I haven't seen. And they're saying they're also saying Dolph Ziggler is going to enter at either number one or number two. Yeah. Well, yeah, he yeah. has to. They they jobbed him they as far as him, what man. happened in Raw. Like, um, they had to beat the clock. Um, because you didn't watch Raw, um, they had a beat the clock um episode of you know best time wins or whatever, and Ziggler won, and the thought was they, they pulled a, they pulled a Russo swerve type yeah. deal where it's like okay, well he choose he was gonna choose to be like thirty, and then um Vicky was like oh well no actually you get to choose, you get to choose a number but it's either one or two, and he's sitting there with that boo boo face and yeah. then, you know he got jobbed. So. Oh, there's a there's four other people that they that WWE.com just updated that are gonna be in the Rumble that we didn't cover earlier. Okay. Uh, none of them are gonna win though. Jimmy and Jay Uso. <laughs> One of my favorite tag I'm teams. The... Brodus Clay. Oh. God. And it looks like Michael McGillicuddy won that NXT tournament. Oh after my all. gosh, Michael McGillicuddy. Jesus. Yeah, um, that guy. If they if they let that guy do his thing, he'd be. You know. Look, they need to slap a singlet on him and tell him to grow his hair out. That's what they need to yeah. do. And dye it. And dye it blonde. And cut the beard. <laughs> and carry around a towel. Yeah. And chew gum. You know? <laughs> and do a fisherman <laughs> suplex. Yes. 
Um, but back to Del Rio. Um, Del Rio. Del Rio versus Big Show. Um, the the last man standing match they had was epic. I love their finish. It told, it told a great story. I love their finish set. Um, the dynamic of how it's been built is Del Rio is kind of, you know, he's been out thinking Big Show. Yep. And, the, and you know, the way they told the story, like, you know, I injured his arm so he couldn't, you know, use it to get this huge table off of him. It was basically moving out the way to make Big Show beat himself. Um, which I felt like it protected Big Show because it didn't look like Del Rio. It's not like he just beat him. It's just like he's unstoppable, but he also is an injury. Like, it's almost like the, um, the situation where, like, I can't knock him out, but I but I cut him. Yeah. So maybe I can make this cut big enough to where I can get him to stop the ref to stop the fight. All right. All right. Um, Josh, what have you thought of Del Rio since he's become a face? You know what? Um, I don't know. I think it's one of those rare cases where, you know, a guy, in my opinion, I didn't think it made sense for them to turn him. I understand why they did it because of the number of faces to heal, like the ratio. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think storyline-wise story it made very much sense, personally. I just, because they, cause they pushed him down our throat so much as a heel. Right. And I'm, mo- I'm more a fan of the gradual changes. Like overnight, all of a sudden, this guy's wearing... You know, white trunks instead of black. <laughs> and he's but, not uh, driving cars I anymore. I don't, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not the biggest like Del Rio mark. I'm not like you guys. You guys love Del Rio. Yeah, like like I don't. You didn't I, see the match with Tensai. Like Del Rio hit a hurricane on Tensai. He German suplexed him. He has a whole new move set. Like as far yeah, as yeah, from that, he, that his his move set from from uh from Mexico when he was a face. Is so much better than his heel move set. I will say that I haven't seen too many of his matches right now, but I've seen his matches from Mexico from like AAA uh-huh. and TMLL, and he was doing some crazy high flying stuff for sure. Right. Yeah, like he, had, he did like, a moonsault from the second, second turnbuckle exactly. Like and didn't hit his feet or anything like. <laughs> and then um a match on the um not the SmackDown that just aired, but that the last week SmackDown. He was in a trip or um, a six man tag match. Starts off the match. Um, him and Ziggler start the match, and um, he puts him into a arm. He twists his arm. Ziggler twists his um, Alberto's arm, and then Alberto he gets out. He gets out of it by like doing a headstand backflip, and then um, he puts him on. He puts him on the ground. He's about. To, it looks like he's going to give him this um, that second rope moonsault. He moves out the way, he lands on his feet and then spins out of it and then like rolls out of it. I was like, where, where was, like, this? Where was like, this the previous like three years that I've known you as a wrestler? Like I've never <laughs> seen you before. Like, I was shocked. And you know, they, they're not letting him drive his cars to the ring anymore. They're making him look like a kind of common man. Like he's like repping, repping for, you know, um, the Latino people. Another thing that's interesting about this is how, um, how this all coincided with the like where the tour dates were set up? Yes, like yes, that was definitely. He, uh, he you know, he they think were, about it. They were working. They're on going this, in Arizona, which is you know the big you know you know prop tw- or prop eleven and everything yeah. anti immigration. But it was interesting how that was a great point. How they started this out where you know it started at T- it started at T- TLC and you know you had Big Show picking on Al- like you saw it coming like Alberto was getting was oh, I'm sorry Rodrigo was getting picked on by Big Show or 3MB um yeah and then he comes out of TLC and then you also throw that part in where he's getting picked on by Big Show and then next thing you know like he has a title match and they're in Miami he wants to in Miami 
Then they're yeah. going across like they didn't even stop in like Atlanta after like they went from Tampa on Raw to SmackDown in Miami. Then they go out to um, San Antonio uh, for yeah. SmackDown. Then they're in um, what was the last Raw or the Raw before that? I believe it was. Oh, I'm blanking right now. Um, it was in El, they had something in El Paso. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had one in another date, another TV date in San Antonio. Then they just had one um, in San Jose, and now they had just had one in Sacramento. Like these are all like in states that have huge Latino populations. Like it seems almost like as if how they. And, and do you notice like when they're panning around the crowd, like they're showing like like young like kids basically, yep. like and they're holding like Mexican flags and like they know what they're doing. Yeah, like it's very smart and it seems very genuine, but we are seeing this stuff. Yeah, like it's, 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 well, it's, well, they got they got to do that because of the big disappointment they had with Sin Cara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also true. Um, but you don't even see Ray, and it's like I don't. It's, Ray's so banged up at this Ray's point. Done. I don't think he'll ever so? be made that again. Um, racism in wrestling. Um, <laughs> this whole thing it, it comes back, Josh. You being okay. Yeah, you being of um, Latino descent, um, how do you see this whole thing, like, you know, with Big Show's comments, you know, basically going on and, you know, everything he's done, you know, in his heel run? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's entertainment, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I think, obviously, maybe this is just me as a wrestling fan. I think we're conditioned almost to the point where, like, I'm so, we're so used to that, like, you know, with the stuff they were doing a few years ago, like with the Mexicals, where they had to, they had uh, Ubertid Guerrero and all them, they're riding lawnmowers on SmackDown. And yeah. a few years before, they did that with uh, Ray and Conan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so I'm so used to it that now I think that what they're doing, what, what he's been saying is, like, pale in comparison to what they've done in the past. So I don't right. think it's that bad. Like, it, we're forgetting, like, the entire, like, uh, you know, genre of sport was built on this, like. Like, <laughs> yeah. My, my. Like, like, why don't we like Antonio Cesaro? Exactly. The only we don't like Antonio Cesaro is because he's twist. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you look, we, I wouldn't have known what a Samoan was, you know, before, you know, aside from the NFL, you know, they wanted to bring these guys out there shoeless and, you know, all this other stuff, like. Like, you know, uh, the Nation of Domination, for example. Uh, you know, that's nothing but the Black Panthers and, you the know. Black Panthers and, cross and, with Nation of Islam. Islam. And, you know, the Disciples of, Apop- or Dis- Disciples of Apocalypse deal with the bikers. And then they had... Um, Los Bariquas. Los Bariquas, yep. And, and now Sabio Vega and all those guys. Um, being a minority in wrestling, like, there's only been one that's been the guy. Booker T was, you know, up there, too. But he's a whole, The Rock is a whole another level. He wasn't like the main event draw you just going to put out there and like, boom, this is our guy, this is a person in our company, like, this is the guy. Like, there's no, there's only been one guy that can be like the quote-unquote Hulk Hogan slash John Cena equivalent, and that's The Rock. And it, it's, yeah. it's like, I, I, I can see why that's how it works out to where he's the only one. But at a certain point, it's like, okay, I... You have guys that are very good wrestlers, and I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I feel like um, the best wrestler, the best overall package right now has the belt right now, and that's fine with me. And 
whatever, but I'm just saying, like, it's hard to get opportunities when, like, you have biases against you based off of, you know, like you have your consumer. Be- like, the flat out, like, it might not even be a situation of it's, it's, it's the, it's the company is like they do this kind of research. It's like, well, they're not really about that. Yeah. Well, remember, remember a few months back. I think we were all we were chilling at the sports bar, and we were watching one of the pay per views. We I, who was wrestling? Uh, not K. His name's not K. Quick anymore. What's his name? Our truth. Our truth. They right? make him do all the remember, dancing. Remember, I told you I had a. When, this is when you're still acting crazy with little Jimmy, and I was like, they should have a gimmick where he comes out every week. And either wrestles like an old gimmicky black wrestler, like say Coco Beware, yeah. or like, or, or or portrays them like like he'll dress up like them to to get like a rise out of the crowd, and everyone thinks he's doing it to entertain. Uh-huh. And after and after a few weeks, he just like busts out and be like, he snaps. That this I'm done doing like the black stereotype type of thing, you know, and it, and just totally goes heel. Like that's the way I think they should have, you know. Like, I feel like Archer did like that, awesome that's what they've done job, but you know. But you know what's funny about that? By him, by him, like snapping off and doing that, then that means that's another, that's another, that's yeah. another stereotype. That turns him into an angry black, black man. man. Yeah. <laughs> like, so by I'm not doing, I'm not, I'm not shooking it down for you, for you clown motherfuckers no more. Like that still makes it like, oh, so you're an angry black man now. Like so, you still can't win. <laughs> yeah, like. Um, but he needs to stop wearing suits with wave caps. That's what he needs to stop doing. <laughs> Archer has been one of my favorite wrestlers. You know, like. Of the past like year and a half, hope he wish him a speedy recovery. Like um, he got kind of lost in the shuffle. Like it's when it when they turned back face, but he did awesome heel work. You know, in my opinion, you know, when he showed up, you know, in the Confederate, you know, suit, oh, I, I, thought, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Like he's like, I know where I'm at, basically. Like you know, and he was just like marching around. And I have a promo of him when he first turned heel. It was on the best of um, SmackDown and Raw. It was just like absolutely incredible. Like, um, and I, you can probably look up some old R Truth, like when he was in TNA, and he did he that. Was Ron Killings. Yeah, he did. Or yeah, I think it was Ron Killings. He actually he won was. the world title then, and um, he uh, he cut a type of promo that you were talking about, Josh. Basically, like you know, I see you know, like basically you know, da-da-da-da. you have to watch for yourself. But um, why why do we have to to stick to this? You think you know is wrestling too set in its ways? You know. I mean, the roots of wrestling, as far as popularity, is like, it's so, it is so intrinsically Southern, um, and it is so intrinsically um, working on, I don't, at this point in time now, I don't know as much um, that they think that, you know, status quo as usual will still keep, you know, bashing over the head with, um, with um, overt racism. Mm-hmm. Or you know even subtle messages as much as it is, um, we understand that this like we understand that this will dr- like you know make certain people feel a certain way, like make Speaking people like that, feel uncomfortable or whatever yeah. about it or whatever, or make them feel a certain way about it. So we're gonna keep pressing the troll button. Yeah, I don't know. Like it, I mean it's not, it's definitely not as you know obvious and explicit as it was in the past, but oh, I mean, yeah. I, but. That may just be due to the fact of his being the heir that is PG. Yeah. Um, This is one one thing that I I might add. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed this. Maybe I'm off base saying this. But have you guys noticed that there's so many uh, African-American sport athletes who came up, say, like in uh, urban areas, like, say, New York, things like that, who are huge, huge WWE fans? 
which is weird because, you know, they never, you know, there never was any kind of, like, like you guys said, a positive major star in the company for all those years. Almost almost every sport athlete is a WWE fan on some level. Even, like, look at guys like Mike Tyson, Floyd Mayweather, all the basketball players, football players, Lawrence Taylor, all these guys. Because it it wasn't entirely necessary, like to become just because you know you seeing people fight that that's the appeal in itself. But that's that's like a bonus that you know that oh snap the Rock kind of looks like me you know that's that's just a bonus in my opinion. Well, the thing when it comes to that is just like that's almost like a um well maybe not at this time maybe not in the future, but. You know, you go back in time, and, like, when you were a kid, like, it's almost like, um, you talk about, like, how, uh, how, you know, you think of your childhood, you know, everybody kind of has, like, a, you know how people talk about rights, you know, uh, rights of passage, everybody kind of goes through the same thing, like, you know, you get your driver's license, you lose your virginity, that sort of thing, like, everybody, like, a way of coming up. Like, one of the universal ways of people, like, coming up, typically, you know, obviously not everything is the same, but, like, generally speaking, like, for you know, for 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 young boys growing up, is they watch you know their Saturday morning cartoons and they watch wrestling coming up. So that's uh, that's always something that they you know, always come back to. You know, like so that's one of the things that why you see so many people from all types of you know walks and walks of life going go you know come back and watch. Wrestling that's when we're at Monday Night Raw. Like the demographics is just the people sitting sitting around us. Like we had like a. Uh, like an older African American couple, probably in their you know mid fifties, early sixties, sitting behind us to the left. We had like a younger you know we had a younger couple in front of us. We had uh, a Latino family by yeah, the side of us. Like yeah, it, just, it was like it was, it was just like you know wrestling hit so many different demographics, and then you know. But uh, I want to talk about you know our experience this week um, with racism and wrestling, which kind of inspired this topic. Um, we were at. Um, uh, <laughs> A, lo- a, a local promotions um, show, um, and they had a, a couple guys come out there, and their gimmick was, you know, I guess they were, you know, quote unquote rednecks or whatever. And were um, they based like the Freebirds? Uh, I don't I don't think so. I'd say they're a lot. They're, they're more like the Goblins rather than the uh, okay. Freebirds. And their manager was carrying a huge like um, stars and bars. Confederate flag. flag, and me and James immediately looked at each other, and we were like, I don't know if we're being marked out right now, and we're so angry, but the funny thing was, the crowd portrayed, they're being portrayed as the faces, like, <laughs> and, they're, and, they're, and they're wrestling two black guys, two but black guys, it was funny because it's almost like, we the, thought the black the, guys the, were the, the black, faces, the black guys came out first, and came out, like, the two brothers come out first, and they get, a, you know, they get cheered, they're not like, they're not playing as heels. And then, you know, you look around, you see these two come out with looking like, um... Looking like Mountain Man. No, no, looking like something out of a Dukes of Hazard uh, <laughs> episode. <laughs> and with the stars and bars and whatever. And they're getting cheered like, so there's two faces, but... They, they, not, they lose their mind. When, yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay. These guys come out. All right, this is odd. And mind you, we're in Tampa Bay, Florida, which is a wrestling, wrestling hotbed. Um, and there is, you know, subtle racism around us all the time. Subtle? 
So, you know, I don't. I, mean, I don't say I mean, every day. It, I mean, it's not. It's, Miss, it's not like a. It's not like Mississippi burning every day. But I mean, like you know, it's there. Yeah. But you know, it's just like so outright. Like me and Je- like James didn't say a word throughout the whole match, and I was kind of. I was sitting know, there blown. Like really, they're not not the fact that like they came out with this gimmick, but like really, y'all out here cheering this foolishness. Like, like, how are they not the heel? Like, yeah, I've that's, seen that's people, how I was thinking. Like, how are they not the heel? Like, I've seen people there, like, they had one chick, and she had, like, a Stars and Bar shirt on, but she was playing the heel, so it, like, made sense. Like, these are the these are the good guys? Like, <laughs> like I don't I don't understand this. This doesn't compute. And then they win. Like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and, and they were calling them boys throughout the match. Like, you know, like come here, boy, and all this other stuff like and, that. And the, 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 my, 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 the funniest part about the makes it even funnier is the fact that this show was a, was a charity event. Yes, for, for a young lady that had died. Um, how, do, how, do you, how do you, you know, bring up your memory? You put on a bit view where, where, where these racist motherfuckers won. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Um, it was it, it was quite an experience, um, but um, you got anything to say on that, Josh? Yeah, I don't know. That that sounds crazy. It, it kind of reminds me. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember back in the day, the gangsters were kind of doing the same thing on the opposite spectrum of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, like New Jack. Yeah. Do you, you remember that New Jack and uh, I think the other guys, Afkut Mustafa? Yeah, Afkut Mustafa or something like that, yeah. Yeah, and their their whole gimmick was that they were wrestling like in Smoky Mountain territory. Yes, and, like, I've heard of this they, before, yep. Yeah, and they were, and they were, you know, there was blatant racism there. They were, they were the uh, heels. And, and they uh, turn around, they got, they, didn't they get popular or something like that? And then... They, they were, they got immensely popular up north. But in their own territory, like in Smoky Mountain, dude, they they feel like they would after the, after the shows because they were they played racist black gangsters like that yeah. was they'd come out to NWA yeah. and they would like you know they do gang signs and stuff like that uh-huh. and they got people trying to shoot them after the like <laughs> crap. oh 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 you thought that was cool in there boy huh <laughs> another thing about this is like don't don't ever underestimate the lack of intelligence going on in wrestling yes. crowds. Yeah, like that. Look, we never claim to say that wrestling fans are the smartest guys. You know, not everybody is. Not everybody's know, on the internet. Yeah, not everybody's like like cultured like you know James and myself <laughs> and Josh. Um, yeah, well, well, we were we were all at that. Uh, we were all at you know the the Raw show recently uh-huh. on January seventh. I mean, if you just look around the crowd and see what kind of people are there, I'm not trying to talk bad about wrestling fans, but it's a big mix of all kinds of. Different people, man. It's like we we can drop all these same people in Walmart, like, and, and, you that, know. See that's the, see that's the thing that I was saying when it comes to as far as like how you know you'll get you or how Rich mentioned that like you'll get you'll see some of everything. They're like there are very few places um, to where you know like every everybody has like a, a like a commonality, and the commonality is one thing, and is watching you know something and like wrestling for example, where you know you'll see some everything like like wrestling. Because of it being so broad and it's such a you know universal thing, like you have so many different like um, socioeconomical differences and also all these different you know um, types of people in this certain place, and you know then it's almost like do I do I does is WWE um, are they cognizant of that and are they just you know playing on that tension? Like for example, like you go to watch a um, a boxing match. Of people from different nationalities, and you oh know they'll gosh. show up, and you see, you see that you know people have you know pride for 
you know, their nationality or whatever. I, I've heard, like, people yeah. say during Floyd Mayweather fights, they're like, you know, it'd be like a black guy. It'd be like, you know, I don't care who Floyd going for, or they'll see, no, no, they'll see two guys fighting. Well, they'll say, say a black guy to put her in a fight. He'd be like, I don't know either one of them, but I'm going for the black guy. Like, exactly. you know, it's like. Pally, I'm sorry, like. You guys, yeah, you guys, you guys ever want to see something crazy? You should look up uh, the fight between uh, Riddick Bowe versus Andrew Gulotta, the first fight that they had. Mm. And uh, Riddick Bowe was losing the fight, right? Uh. Gulotta hit him low like seven times during the fight, wow. and it, uh, and you know he's Andrew Gulotta's Polish, mm-hmm. right? And they're in Madison Square Garden, so like half the crowd's Polish, and then the rest of the crowd is like all black. Yo. That place erupted into a real life, like riot. Yeah, right, you should right. watch. Look up the videos for it because, like, Jim Lampley's on HBO Sports. He like goes up into the rafters to like get away from the mob. Wow. Like Lou Duva gets like stomped almost to death. They take him out on a gurney. People are getting like it's it's nuts. They tore up the whole entire arena, mm-hmm. and it's racial tension. You know, it's just like a soccer games. Yeah, like. uh... I don't know. It's a it's a topic we can talk all day. I, I, about. I just wish I just wish that there was something, some way to know like this is intentional or unintentional or we just. I just wish like Hulk Hogan had given Junkyard Dog a title shot at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, more more example. All right, let's let's rattle them off. Um, Interracial dating of our couples as far as WWE, how they have divas and superstars. Yeah, Vitara. Viscera and uh, and uh, the one the one chick who was who always oh, uh, Lillian Garcia that was a good couple. Oh man, we got we got uh, AJ rolling around with Biggie Langston, whatever that may be. Meanwhile, like there's no way in hell they were like we talked about this on a, on a previous wrestling podcast. There's no way in hell they were actually gonna be a couple. Like you knew yeah. like something's gonna happen. Yeah. Like Dolph Ziggler's ball. Like they they're not about that. Like yeah. like I was saying before, like they're not even out Raw Simmons out there with Sable. Yeah, like back in the day, no. I say quick shoot from the hip. Um, greatest or not greatest? Um, it's just you know the most the most racist characters you know most you, racist can, characters? You, you can think of. Or I say you know Million Dollar Man and Virgil. Oh my god! Let's see for sure. That's like up there, definitely. Whew. Him being just a slave master, damn near. <laughs> most racist character, man. Or just like you know like, racist characters you can think of, like. As well, far as I mean, like, typical or like a person, that'll work or too. a person being ra- or uh, the stereotypical. Being they're playing on, on stereotypes, and you know, I say junkyard dog definitely. K dog, aka Conan. Coco beware for sure. Oh my gosh, the list goes on. Um, the Co- God, the Kofi Godwin. Kingston, Kofi Kingston, Kofi yes. Kingston. We don't even know if the guy's Jamaican or African or what or American, like. We don't even know. Poor guy. He used to talk with a with a Jamaican accent. Yep. Then, he still uh, comes out there. And does like does the boop 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 every week, but he's built from South Africa now. Booker T. Yeah. Shame is his skin yeah. tone. Yeah, the great white. <laughs> you ever notice that? Like, that's, yeah. That's, his Irish well, I mean, temper. If, if we're gonna start getting into that territory, then we might as well just mention some other politically incorrect, you know, characters. Eugene. Oh my gosh, that's like Eugene when he played uh, like he had Down syndrome. Remember the guy? Brett Dowling, the guy with one leg. Oh, oh my gosh, Yokozuna. 
Yes. Uh, let's talk about the, the, the dumb WrestleMania crowd. Once again, wrestling fans, you know, to the intelligence, not to insult everybody, but Bret Hart was fighting. WrestleMania 9, right? WrestleMania 9. Bret Hart, who is from Canada, was fighting Yokozuna, who is supposedly Japanese. Yeah. And they're chanting well, USA. And they're, we're chanting USA out here. Like, and Bobby <laughs> Heen and, and Bobby Heen made a lot of it. Like, these idiots, don't know, these idiots are talking about saying USA. And when he's and Bret Hart's Canadian. Yeah. Um, As if they knew Hulk Hogan was going to come out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure they did. <laughs> Look, Hulk Hogan didn't know he was coming out there. Oh, <laughs> uh, who else? Man. The British Bulldog. Like. You know that I think that's kind of a nationalist thing, but still, that's a nationalist thing more than anything else. Oh, well, once you start getting a national thing, you got to mention like every Russian wrestler, oh like from the from the eighties. Oh my god, Nikolai Volkov, Volkov Nikolai Volkov, uh, the Nikita Iron Sheik. Well, that's another thing. Like, it's kind of odd about it. Like Sergeant Slaughter. They don't really, yeah, yeah, Iron Sheik. Um, but they don't really like when it comes. They don't really do that when it comes to like Canadians, other than like the Mounties. Uh, they did like the Heart Foundation kind of when they were heels. When they yes. were heels, yeah. Yes. Um, well, it's odd because they had British Bulldog when talking about Del Rio. That made me think of the '97 Bret Hart storyline where he was a heel in Look, America, I love but he was a Bret Hart. in Canada. Yep. Yeah. What if they did that with Del Rio, where he was only a face to like Mexican folk, but he was still everywhere else. But the thing is, from what I from what I was able to like look back and and uh, figure out, like that Bret was the Hart, perfect time. Bret for Hart it. was a face in every country but America. Yeah, not just yeah. only in Canada, every country but America. Yeah, they wouldn't like, be able to pull that nowadays. They they couldn't pull that with Del Rio. I don't think he's nowhere near as popular. That's my point. Like yeah, came on. Bret Hart carried the company for like what two years before that whole point. Yeah, um, there's got to be a couple we're missing. Um, oh, well, a couple. There gives me like a thousand. Yeah. I mean, we this can't be here all night. We'll be here for the whole rest of the weekend if we do. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we got the Samoans. Uh, the, what, Which the, ones? The, the, uh, Which ones? Jimmy the and Jimmy Oh, my God. The head shrinkers. The head shrinkers, you know, coming out <laughs> barefoot. And their head shrinkers. Way back, you'll, you'll find like the Von Erich family. Fritz Von Erich was supposed to be a Nazi. Wow. And and uh, Baron Von Raschke was his acting partner, and they were supposed to be Nazis. I mean, oh. that whole thing going on. Roddy Piper busting a coconut over Superfly Jimmy Snuka's head. <laughs> Which CM Punk made light of, like, in the last month. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Snuka supposedly having, like, the hardest head possible. Yep. That was, like, a whole, you know, you know play on that whole thing. Yeah. Um... It's it's it's, it's, it's like it's a shame this stuff has happened. The hits have been coming. The hits have been coming. It's like Motown. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's it's like uh, I see them breaking away from it somewhat, but it will never go away. Nope, nope. Uh, Not as long as you keep getting that melting pot of, of culture in every arena. Yeah. Um. But you know, we got anything else to add on there today, Josh? Yeah, I just want to say one thing. The greatest moment in Royal Rumble history, Maven kicking Undertaker over the ropes in 2002. <laughs> and then the beating that came after that. And then the beating, yeah. Yeah, Maven, uh, uh, Undertaker did drag that man pretty decent afterwards. I, I, I wasn't watching it, point. I don't remember. I have to check that out. Yeah, um, Undertaker drug that man pretty decent. but um, Yeah, he took him all over the building. All right. 
Um, I just want to let everyone know. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the show um, if you want to hop oh, back can on. I, the show. Can I interject one thing? Greatest moment. I know he's probably joking. It probably sounds like something y'all just BSing about. <laughs> For me, the greatest WrestleMania moment was uh, Royal Rumble. Or, yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was. Uh, for me, it was the tie for um, Luger and, and Bret Hart in '94, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, really. They did that awesome. Yeah, they did do that awesome. The, the timing you know and the skill it took it, to do that. Oh my god! Was Luger? You, yeah. You know what messed it up though was because after they did that. Remember, uh, they, a few years later, they did the same thing with uh, Cena and Batista on accident. Yeah, in 2005, and they had to restart the match. And then and Vince McMahon blew out both of his, uh, yes. blew out his ACL just walking down to the ring. Oh, my gosh. Blew those quads out. Yeah, so, well, yeah, get quads, it. And Soviet, and Soviet Russia quad tears you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, I, I'll say, my favorite WrestleMania moment has got to be, uh, Rock, um, or excuse me, I, I, I did it too. Royal Rumble moment. Um, Rock beating the hell out of mankind with those chairs. I, I, it just. Oh, you're not even gonna go. You're not even gonna go to actual WrestleMania like a, a Royal, Royal Rumble, Rumble match. match. You have to okay, go I'll go to Royal Rumble. I thought that was that Royal Rumble. You can't, you can't just go straight to the I Quit match. Oh, oh my off, god, off the board. Like, yeah. uh, let's see, Royal Rumble. Ric Flair. Going in there and win the belt with a single tear in his yeah, eye. Yeah, with a single tear in his eye. You Saying know. like that, that post came in <laughs> the that, absurd that promo. That post match in promo was so absurd that you literally see hint. I watched this in like the last year, where you see Henning and Bobby Heenan sitting back and look at each other, and they laughing at what Flair saying because it was so absurd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another, above all odds, like <laughs> another another moment when Hulk Hogan finally got eliminated. And then it's in the same moment, you know, it's the same Royal Rumble mm-hmm. when Sid, you know, throws him out and all of a sudden Hogan being a hater, you know, he's trying to pull him out over the top rope, you yeah. know, and then let's Flair win. You know, it's all in the, in the same umbrella, but gotcha. you can see, you know, Hogan had these traits, you know, you know, <laughs> he, had, he had to have the, that spotlight, the spotlight brother, you know, but um, that's going to wrap up the show. Um, thanks for sitting with us if you have, if you haven't. You know, you didn't hear this, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, this is Rich for James and Josh. This is One Nation Radio. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, we're some entertaining folks. Hit us up on Twitter at One Nation Radio. Email the show, radio one nation at gmail.com. Let's see if I can do this without botching. Um, one nation radio dot dot com. And you can check out foreverwrestling.tumblr.com. For show actors, memes, we, and everything we did, else. We forgot to mention Booker T's racist account of Hulk Hogan. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to say it. I'm just going to play it. This is One Nation Radio. We'll holler at y'all. Peace. I thank you very much, Booker T. We've seen the intensity of the matches here tonight, and I expect the same thing is going to happen in this four quarter match. Let me tell you something, Gino. Can you out here talking about a click? The only click you need to know about is the Harlem Heat and Sister Sherry. See, because what you're dealing with here is the brotherhood. It's nonstop from this point on in WCW. We take what we want. And after we take Lex Luger and the Giant, we want the gold, sucker. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. I should point out for the record, Stevie Ray, look at this. Take a look. We're talking about the rack. The-
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.